Welcome back to the Headspace Podcast, part two of episode 139, reviewing Joel Ortiz's new mixtape project, Monday. I am Chris Chrome. I am doing this one alone for you, for those who are coming here as a brand new click. Usually HSR, Holden Stefan Roy is here, uh, but he decided that Tool was more important to be listening to, enjoying, and reviewing. Uh, apparently it's a very, very long album, and uh, that's what he's doing. Now, again, I'm reviewing, uh, today's episode is a review on Joel Ortiz's new mixtape project, the um called monday and uh i've done a lot of the intro in the first part uh this is just the second part i've kind of been doing at this for about an hour and a half now um so just to contextualize a little bit about what we do here i'm gonna go uh, track by track and explain kind of how i feel uh where where i kind of interpret it and what i kind of take away from the from the tracks themselves uh, and just kind of give them my opinion and uh, what i think about it give it a rating on five one to five uh, well it's a rating out of five and uh yeah uh thank you to the patreons ismail Gadam, c lindell williams dj black hurricane chris prado and jonathan barnes and coney sparks thank you so much for everything you guys do and supporting us on patreon uh talk about that a little bit more at the end of the episode uh, but yeah, just to give you guys a little bit of uh, a little bit of context on where I come from, I've never actually followed uh, Joel Ortiz. Um, I know like he's associated with like Slaughterhouse, and he's you know been around Eminem and Joe Budden, uh, Royce the Five Nine, and all these guys. Uh, but I've never actually really sat down. So for you guys who have followed him forever. Um, you know, just taking consideration, you guys probably know way more about him, about his story, about his life than I do. So please feel free to correct me in the comments if I'm wrong or say anything dumb or anything that is not appropriate towards uh, the uh, lifestyles or image of Mr. Joel Ortiz. But in that case, uh, this is episode 139, Joel Ortiz's new mixtape project, Monday, part two, which is track seven to 12. So starting with that, track seven is Learn You from Joel Ortiz featuring Big Crit. So getting back into it, um, I really like where we're, where we're being taken on this song. Um, the softer tone, feel to it um like I, I said it on the first part of the episode that uh i feel like we kind of took a turn in the in the mixtape we kind of took a turn in the project uh we're kind of getting a little bit more personal a little bit more of these uh real stories from joel and honestly like i'm really liking it i'm really really feeling it um big crit on this really sounds nice really fits the uh the 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 kind of disconnected not disconnected but this kind of like soft feel this emotional feel to it really does a good uh really does a good chorus the intro kind of really breaks down the mood of this raw feel that brings you into this softer place um I know that I missed out on you. I'm sorry. I've never, I, I, that I'm never there. I tried to get everything you wanted. I hope you know I really cared to learn you now, to learn you now, to learn you now. Let me learn you now. Uh, setting up this idea that 
a lot of work does separate you from a lot of things family friends and um that's kind of where they're taking you on this right now that's kind of where they're bringing you is to kind of think like it's okay to i guess catch up later on it's okay to be open-minded and kind of understand that like certain things need to be done and then you need to take time to like really kind of I guess relearn somebody or be there for that person now um from what we find out in this song uh joel ortiz has two kids two boys and um you know he kind of breaks down and expresses how he wasn't really around that much because he was really working on the music and touring and going this that meeting and you know really trying to give them that proper life but to do that he wasn't really able to be around uh starts off with uh in verse one had to take had to chase this dream i was on my grind working on my craft took up all my time i gotta beware i'm near at the drop of a dime but through all my travels y'all stayed on my mind my two little boys two pieces of me i like that um kind of makes me think about my father and my family i have a little brother so it's me and my brother with my you know my dad and uh how my dad may have felt always on these business trips and kind of what he was doing and moving and you know kind of going out and making sure that we always had like uh you know money for whatever it was and really supported us and really helped us um so i kind of i kind of I kind of feel it I kind of I really kind of relate to this song a little bit and you know I can kind of understand where Joel's coming from like really just wanting to do good by his kids but understanding the sacrifice that that means uh you know he follows up with uh trips that I may have missed with (laughs) trips that I may have missed with your school Games I ain't root from your team feels like yesterday I would have woke up to your screams. Y'all was crying for bottles. When did y'all turn teens? You know that that capture of right there. He's he's kind of capturing time, and he's really showing that like time moves really quickly, especially when you're really really busy. And to know that, I guess to see that like he, in a way like the memories that he has right. So the first memory is like they're crying. They're like probably little babies. And then the next memory is like they're teenagers. And that's a long time. And just to think of like what they may have gone through and 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 the, I guess, a lot of like the psychological of like where their father was and stuff like that really took a toll on them. Could also take a toll on him as well, not being around and knowing that like and feeling like maybe he's not like a good father or whatnot. Uh, trying to grow mustaches, peach fuzz, look clean, your voice has got deeper, make sure you say what you mean, happy y'all don't say y'all hate me for all the time that I was away, was, uh, what good was the toys if I never stayed there to play, like, luckily, I guess, you know, his kids understand the life that he lives and, and, and what he does, uh, but you can hear in his voice, he's not happy about it, like, he's not kind of brushing it off he's he's really feeling types of ways in terms of like man like i really gotta be around more i really gotta i really gotta do stuff for my kids i really gotta be there and you know hug them hold them and love them and not just 
make that money, you know? Uh, I'm asking for, I'm asking you both for forgiveness. Can we start over today? Y'all don't have to answer that now. I just wanted to say, um, the fact that he asked him publicly was cool. Uh, you know, kind of really showing that he really wants to try getting everybody out there being like really, you know, unshielded. Um, but I also really like how he understands that, that it might take some time for them to really forgive him uh and that's cool too uh again i kind of took some time to forgive my father for what i feel he did and just how certain situations played out so that was cool um you know he really gets honest and in the chorus he he, he really just gets honest in terms of like knowing that he he missed around and not and not was there and there's a certain like there's a certain like feel that big crit really kind of adds to the song in the chorus that really gives you this uh sinking feeling like not in like a negative way but like really kind of just feel empty a little bit at least i did i just felt like you know i wanted to call my dad i wanted to talk to him for a minute you know see how he's doing and that's what this song is kind of doing for me is like it's making me really kind of see the aspect of like a father of like what they had to do and not really come from like a child like a child or a kid's perspective so that was cool um then we go into verse two and you know he kind of follows up with the same stuff and more like that experience of just like you know thank you for respecting and kind of understanding you know what i've been through uh i like what he goes I would have stared at y'all pictures on the bus after shows. It was rough on the road. Must have been tougher at home. Even on the West, I'm moving. But the bus driver knew. Find me to Western Union. I'd send your money, your mother some dough. Now, I like how we had that connection with the bus driver. And the bus driver is like, yo, I understand. It's about your kids. You got to do what you got to do for your kids. Um, so it really kind of shows like Joel was really like, you know, in it, in there doing it for his family. Uh, you know, he knew what the sacrifices were. He knew that it was going to be hard. And he's owning up to them. As much as he feels he has to, he's owning up to them. Uh, I do appreciate the song. I do really think it's a really good song. I do really, really like it. Uh, I guess it's just not my mood. Like, it wasn't really just my my, my pace or my mood, for per se, my vibe. Uh, so I left it with a 4.2. But uh, with that, we move on to screens. So this is a really really cool song um that joel is kind of presenting here in terms of like screens and how uh technology's kind of taken over and changed the way that uh you know kids kind of grow up um i feel like it's pretty straightforward this song in a sense uh you know damn screens kids don't come upstairs with these grass stains on their jeans not playing tag at night no more sundown freeze no more families off day bike peroxide on knees geez i ain't seen a double dutch in years you know i i'm a little bit like i don't i don't know how to actually feel about this song because i do agree that like we are changing the way that we live life um there's a lot of you know more technology cell phones ipads tvs and that's kind of like what we do at home but i also do see you know kids playing outside I also do see, you know, parks still being, you know, together. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think, like, I guess it just depends on where you're at. Because I can also see, like, 
on my daily life, I don't really see a lot of kids maybe either. Like I see a lot of teenagers, but even as a teenager, like it kind of just makes sense. You're on your phone. You're probably listening to music. You're going somewhere. You're walking around. So I don't know, like, like the song really is cool in what he's bringing to Aspen and bringing to like, you know, lines like walk across monkey bars, rubber mat, uh, when he kind of reminisces about what they used to do, right? Uh, walk across monkey bars, rubber mat, so far something crazy drove, uh, someone crazy drove by screaming, that's my car. Threw rocks up on the roof, they couldn't catch my arm. A manhunt lasted long, we couldn't catch the quan shit. Red quarter water, ask your man, uh, have to sip pack off later's and a quarter bag of chips, never would I ever thought. Like, I like how he's kind of connecting what he used to do as a kid in comparison to what the kids are doing nowadays, but like, I don't know, everything's different, the entire, the entire, like, just the way life is different, just the, just the way that you know timing and and having to you know make money and be busy like i've like you know as my brother was growing up my brother now is 21 i'm 25 um but as my brother was growing up you know he also had like this idea of like you know making money and really you know being that type of person right and i feel like a lot of his friends and a lot of people like that he kind of surrounds with or have that mentality too so yeah he was interested in technology and wanting all the new high-tech gear and all these screens and stuff like that and my parents you know bought him that and they bought me it as well but i think that i don't think it changes his level of going outside like he was still outside he still played games he still played soccer he still played basketball he still played he still rollerbladed skateboard you know i was still doing it at some points too or not like you know i still i'm outside all the time even with my phone like i think it's really we have to have a conversation of like what 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 really is looking at our screen in terms of like always just being on our phones or is it like we replaced like we've 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 replaced the ability to have to speak to each other while walking down the street where we can text or you know we can read our phone on the bus as if we were going to read a book like it wouldn't really change anything i don't know um, but the song itself is really a cool way for Joel to, sorry for that tangent guys, but the song itself is a really cool way for Joel to express his concern in terms of where the world is going or where he kind of sees his society. Um, you know, the chorus kind of comes in um, and he kind of just goes, uh, phone screen, table screen, computer screen, eight inch screen, eight inch TV screen. I've never seen so many ways to look away from the world. These screens raising your sons, babies, your babysitting your girls. So many screens, everyone say hi, you're on a screen. Like, I get the concept of the song. I get that this is what's happening. But like, that's just the way every, like they, like I f I'm not trying to say that I'm agreeing to the way everybody's moving I'm not trying to be like a sheep right but it's just 
the way that everything's moving towards like we're we're discovering new technological advances we're discovering all these things so are we supposed to just stop like are we supposed to not like whenever i hear these type of topics or i hear these type of songs i just kind of think to myself like are we supposed to not try these things not look forward to these things like i've had conversations with my friends where they're like you know take dating apps for example it's like people always argue oh this is not the right way to meet somebody you know bad things could happen such and such and such and it's like yeah but the same things could technically happen if i go meet a random stranger at a bar or at a club like i don't know i think it's just the way that we i think it's just the way that 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 we're kind of moving forward is a little bit just different from what we used to have and it's just time to adapt to change i'm not i'm not sure i'm gonna get off this topic but i do like the song it is it is a good kind of like reminder that like there should be this aspect of you know don't always be on your phone don't always be in front of a tv go outside make friends you know enjoy what life has to offer before it like a lot of it is gone or whatnot uh you know, in verse two, I like when he said, every basketball court in the summer was packed. Every winner was tackle football. Don't fumble the snap. Now, every time I look, another app, man, what's up with that? It's like every single day involves a double tap. Used to beg moms, uh, used to beg moms, can, can my boys have some fun with me? Like, I get that he's addressing, you know, all these new apps and all these new things. But this is, again adapting to having these phones these platforms these ways of consuming music and all these things um it's cool it's cool i do like it i do think that the song itself was cool and it was presented well uh but i don't know i guess my confliction on the topic just leaves me conflicted every time i just get to this topic i I don't know how to end that uh four on five moving on to Jamaican food. One thing that really, really stands out is the beat. It's just got this like da 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 going throughout the whole song. And I get that it's supposed to be like very positive and like really happy. But I don't know, man. I don't really know. Um Jamaican Food is a song that basically um, Joel Ortiz is kind of explaining, uh, I guess, his passion for women. Um, You know, the song itself is basically him just kind of having sex and engaging in sexual relations with this woman. Um, But and and making a nice little reference to Jamaican food because it's like spiced up and, you know kind of it's cool and we'll just go through it it'll make sense so um the intro was cool kind of like setting up this like i'm trying to hit on you uh, i'm a pl- kind of like i'm a mac daddy i'm trying to like play you know play around have a good time uh i see you i see you with a nice dress the woman responds with like really i didn't see you that last night and the guy goes like yeah that's because it was in my dreams and kind of just flirt with her a little bit and then verse one comes in and joel kind of contextualizes he goes uh this is how it looks when doves cry she hurt and looking in her love eyes trying to muster up 
why he threw it all the way to bust a nut. I wish I had a different answer than Lust, but yep, guys. So I feel like he's expressing that like he cheated on somebody that really, really means something to him. But like, he, he, he it's kind of who he is. Like, it's, it's kind of like what he does. He just likes to have sex and likes to fuck around. Uh, he goes, weakness in them feminine creatures with s- symmetrical features. The hourglass uh, hour with that ass. It'll keep us occupied, satisfied, gratified. Thank you. These hands that count money speak. Like, you see, he's already kind of praising, like, the body shape and how women look. And he's really like, I, I can't I can't stop myself. Like, I really kind of get where he's coming from. You know, like, they are very beautiful creatures. I will admit that. Um, money spank you on the sh- spank you on the shackle your ankles intercourse. Uh, they count the money spank you, then shackle your ankles intercourse in a telly we never been before. Like it feels like he's living for the thrill. He's living for the adrenaline rush of what comes with like I guess sleeping with a random person or this like mysterious person. Um, and then we get into the chorus, and it's just like I be like I ain't trying to be rude, but it looks like you ain't coming here, and you come you ain't coming in here with no dude. You know, it kind of plays off this like <clears throat> I'm I'm interested. Are you interested? Or am I am I I'm interested? Let's try to see where it kind of goes from there. Uh, you know what we can do and 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 kind of party it up. He goes, uh, "Cause girl, you walked in, you walked up in the spot and made it hot like Jamaican food. Looked around, these boys sweating like Jamaican food. That fatty patty looking like Jamaican food. Wine all night, that's grind all night. Uh, be mine all night. We'll spice it up like Jamaican food. So we kind of did the same thing with a sip slow in terms of the wine context. This is cool. I like how he's again being very creative, kind of out there. So that was cool. Um, verse two." You know, like, shorty, tell me some lies. I tell you a few of mine. Call me emo when I tell you that my sign symbol 69. All right. That was kind of corny to me. Kind of, okay. Uh, we'll sip wine and have a good old time. I'm not a player. I just fuck a lot. I fuck a lot. Shit. I'm lying. Player, I'm a fucking thought. And if that thing looking sweet, I'll give my tongue a shot on that little square lollipop. I'm a sucker for box. So clearly he likes eating pussy. That's great um i like eating pussy i mean it's what i do um but like this is kind of just what the basis of the song is there wasn't really much more to this uh it was just a lot of this is kind of what i do in my life i kind of just you know sleep around and have a good time and, and enjoy myself uh but I like how he goes, y'all look at women and fantasize about being with them. I look at women like, nah, don't fuck up her life. My regular day, my regular day to her, a wonderful night. So they be trying to hold on. I be putting up a fight. Once I'm done, nothing. It's like we done nothing. I'm like, let's keep in touch. You got my number, right? So clearly, like, Joel Ortiz is not really looking for a committed relationship. He is just trying to have a good time and he acknowledges that and i like how he's really kind of just being out here like look guys like y'all want to love these women and stuff but that's the difference between you and me is that i have to stop myself from like making a mistake or hurting these people or really like you know taking them to the next level and not being able to commit to that so um it was a good song i didn't really care for it kind of was like i like other songs on this project uh i do apologize if my uh, enthusiasm is a little bit week this this uh, episode i'm dealing with a little bit of a head cold my nose is a little runny i don't know my nose is a little nasally i don't know if you can hear it uh but uh overall 
I did give the song a four on five. It was good. He's you know he's slaying shit like he usually does, but I was just it wasn't really the song for me. Uh, but moving on, before hip hop. So this was pretty cool. Um, this is like the first track on the entire project where I feel like Joel really went kind of like gangster in on it and really showed us like his savage side. He did, you know, make other statements on some other tracks on the first part of the episode. If you go check that out, uh, I talk about them. That like kind of shows you don't really want to fuck with them. But this is one of like the this is one of the songs where it was really like kind of all about, you know, who he was before hip hop saved him. Uh, I do like the feel to it. I do like how he he been very diverse so far on a lot of the songs and really given us a different message on everything. Um, but this one is super cool. It's got that energy. It's got this like, don't fuck with me. I'm coming at you like type of flow. It was really, really dope. Uh, so let's just kind of jump into it. So verse one, he goes like, big boy toys that clap like dirty bitch box ladders attached to 36 shots interested in cocked. Uh, inserted and cocked you ain't gotta take my word them shits pop ask around how i circulated these blocks before hip-hop yeah sandwich baggies drop it in tie knots invite my favorite fiend over to come try some rocks like you're getting this image of him being in the in the gutters and really you know having to be on the streets doing what you gotta do to make the money talking to his favorite you know crack fiend to come try some rocks make sure the product is good and he's really kind of in a smart way really kind of showing you like yo i come from a place that you don't want to fuck with and i like how he didn't i like how he's really kind of being a, a bit subtle with it you know like old e saint ides and valentine ale dutch master uh, ale dutch masters phillies masters phillies and white owl smells l train to linden and power to roll l's token uh token booths uh, homie, no vocal booth before hip hop, whole different dude. I'm rolling to you. I got a dub that I don't fold it to that deuce. Everything good, even your nasty ass shoes. Like, you get this sense that, like, he really came from some grimy time. And I'm really, I'm really, I'm really in, intrigued in terms of, like, just how we used a lot of these like brand names like Old English, St. Ives, Valentine's, uh, Phillies, White Owl to like use and, and, and I like how he's kind of using them to show other people like, yo, we've been smoking that. Like a lot of people that I speak to growing up are like, oh, these are things, these are things. And I like how he's kind of just nonchalantly just kind of throwing out there like these are just things. They're not like, you know things to made glorified they're just these were the brands that we had these were the things that we had um and this is the kind of life that he comes from and i really do appreciate that type of honesty and that real that realness that he's bringing to the table so i did enjoy that um i like how he's going now here's my moment of truth yeah that was life before hip-hop i like how he's giving him that i like how he's giving him himself that honesty of hip-hop did save my life you know changed me um his moment of truth was spitting rhymes and and doing what he had to do to get forward and successful. So that was cool. Uh, in the chorus, you think you know me, you don't really know me. Back in my hood, I'm still the one and only. Before these music projects, I'm the project's homie. Y'all just see me, the new me. Y'all don't know the old me. I like that. I like how he's a, a, a kind of addressing that, like, y'all don't really know where I come from. And a lot of people, you know, attach themselves to the iconic image that you portray as a rapper, artist, whoever. Uh, but they don't really know 
who you were before and i think that that's a problem like i think i think we need to start really getting to know these iconic figures that we trust and and we love and desire uh and and really get to know who they are to really see their story really really feel connected to them because that's kind of that's kind of what i feel like a lot of people are looking at like a lot of people want to be connected to a lot of these famous celebrities but they don't really know what they've been through they just see what they have they don't see the behind closed doors they don't see the arguments the fights the ups and downs the roller coaster the struggle it's it's really like we really need to be more understanding that even just because somebody is a celebrity or has a lot of things they do come from all walks of life um you know kind of giving more of his atmosphere in verse two uh a bunch of candles in the lobby who got laid to rest empty bottles near the flicks I know, uh, I know the wake is next. I'm from a place where people walk around with major stress. Don't say something you'll regret before hip hop. I like that. I like how he's, I feel like he's dividing what hip hop is today with that line and giving us the atmosphere of what hip hop used to be back in the day. So for example, you know, you have to watch what you say back in the day because that could actually get you killed or, you know, worse, or I guess there's nothing worse than killed, but beat up, killed, such and such etc um but today it's like cancel culture don't talk about this super offensive super emotional super this super that and even hip-hop is kind of changing now like you can't say certain shit in hip-hop or you can't do that you can't do this because everybody's just getting offended or this one's attacking this one or this one sneak this and this one so it's like i like how he's kind of bringing that up but he's also showing like this is the mentality that we come from like as rappers we come from this hood we come from this area we come from you know really standing our ground and not having these types of scenarios or emotions or these type of things that happen to us so that was cool um i was crazy fresh trapping out in my avery x blue yankee fitted 501s above the navy checks i had a pair of i had a pair of avery x jeans that's why i quoted that uh, i never had to beg pussies i never had to beg for pussy bitches gave me sex i left all the drugs at the address before hip-hop that was cool you know he was kind of implying it to sell drugs to maybe make it get through do what he has to do but at the same time he was like i used to stash him at random maybe random or just maybe women that he knew was sleeping with him but i had to stash him at the houses to make sure that everything was good and legit there so he didn't get caught uh i like what he said too lazy for a nine to five i bought a nine and got lot and got live till it jammed uh not the fact of like buying the gun or anything but the fact that he's too lazy for a nine to five that he found an alternative that was something cool that i kind of like i kind of aspire to do i want to find an alternative than having to do a nine to five job uh no i'm not condoning to buy a gun and go live until it gets jammed that is not what i'm saying don't do that no uh, it wasn't all about the verses and words. It was being first to the curb from the first to the third. It was about staying alert. You see him lurking. You swerve to this day. I thank God I ain't got locked up before hip hop. Uh, I like that realness. I like that idea of like, it wasn't just about what you got. It's about what you can bring to the table. It's what you can bring to the block, what you can bring to the corner. And that really made you a rapper. That really made you, you know, street gangster OG. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. I really like the song. I really like how he's giving us that uh, that like spurt of y'all need to really know who I am and this is where I come from. So flow is really nice. Really keeps it in sync. Uh, you know, really kind of gets us back to like 
reminds us like hey you've been dealing with some like i've been i've been giving you some personal shit i've been giving you some anxiety some 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 low feeling you know some of my personal dealing with my my, my kids and my baby mama uh you know just, just remind you i'm a fucking gangster all right it's kind of how i feel uh on that it was really cool i did enjoy that uh so 4.2 on 5 and then we move on to track 11 which is mama featuring black soul so obviously by the title of the song this is a dedication to his mom uh which i like i like a lot it was really sweet really nice uh you know really i guess it suits it fits that like idea of because i find like a lot of rappers eventually do this um it's not a bad thing you know i think it's really good to praise your mom for everything she's done for you no matter the situation the circumstances or what happened um so but it kind of is just straightforward i feel like i did quote a lot of it but it's a lot of just like these are really good bars uh verse one mama's eyes seen some things that made her made her proud now fans cheer on her baby cheer her baby name they say it loud now her baby boy on tv she be bugging when she see me she be crying when she call me when i'm torn she can't see me mama miss me makes her sad but she happy when i'm leaving always tell me to be with god i keep it jesus like you can really tell that there's this connection between him and his mother that no matter what happened difficult nights difficult times they really have this connection this bond uh, I like how he expresses that his mom understands that he needs to leave and make that money and go on tour and do the things for the family. Uh, so that was cool. Um, leaving always tell me to go with God. I keep Jesus right here with me. Mama's eyes used to tear up uh, for a different set of reasons. We won't talk about those nights. Let's just stay focused on these evenings. So clearly, like, he's kind of alluding that there was some negative stuff that happened. Uh, you know, his mom got affected. She used to cry about it. Uh, but he's trying to change that. And I like that. I like that, that, that positive vibe of wanting to change that and make it better. Uh, trying to give, you know, more of like this. We can fix it. You know, if you have problems with your mother, you can fix it. Kind of reaching out to other people who might have issues with their parents. You know, really showing you like you could really change it. You could really do it together and really get a hold on what the situation is. So that was cool. Uh, kind of expresses like I forgot you got it. I forgot you go and chat with Mrs. Gonzalez every Tuesday helps you cope with all your losses and reminds you that it's a new day anyway on your dresser left a quarter of that pure that you liked from up in Dykeman since the last one wasn't true haze I'm about to step into a meeting with MTV call me when you get back to the crib on the fridge I left a G so I like how he kind of shows that his mother's taking everything doing everything she can to kind of deal with her losses and cope with moving forward and you know life and all that stuff but i like how he's also kind of being there behind her like yo i got your back here's a here's a gram i assume it's a weed I assume it's weed um here's like a g i got you you know like let me know if you're safe let me know what's going on still kind of really solidifying that connection they have together that bond uh that was awesome like it was really cool like you know uh i i like to believe like i have a, a connection like that with my mom you know there it's really rocky at points i do agree uh but i like to believe like you know call me when you get home let me know what's up you know just the basic shit and just sometimes i'll call her out randomly and just be like you alive like everything okay make sure you're good you know just really check up on the family and i think that's part of what this song is really saying is like just make sure you really check up on your family you know make sure everything's good um 
the chorus comes in kind of addressing that it took a while to reach this type of peace uh, with himself, with his mother, you know, just with all the stuff that he may have done growing up. Uh, really heartfelt, a little bit of a tearjerker, a little bit. Uh, you know, gave me a little couple of tears. I had to hold back a lot of them. Uh, it's a good song. It really kind of just opens your eyes to like, once you understand a lot more about life, you'll really appreciate your parents probably a lot more. You know, I'm starting to appreciate my parents a lot more for what they do, for what I'm starting to learn in life and the and the, the things that I'm dealing with. You know, I could only imagine what they had to deal with and I can only imagine like how they handled it and shit like that. And then having kids, you know, like that's a different story. So I like how he's really just like emphasizing, like you really got to you know, appreciate and really just try to be open-minded and understand like your parents really love you, like your mother really loves you, you know? Um verse two mama i'm proud of you so in case you didn't know not the verbal type of son please i'm always on the go so i like how he's really shouting out that he's proud of her you know maybe they don't get told that a lot i don't know if you you know you should, you should always tell your mother that you're proud of her i know i i try to do it a lot as i can i know i spent a lot of time not doing it which could hurt her um so it was cool uh i like when um Verbal to, uh, I, I do talk these beats. I do talk these beats, and so I figured I would show how much I love you through this flow. Perform that on my show. Have every light up uh, in the air until the venue starts to glow almost as much as your smile does when I walk through the door. I've been trying not to think about the life with you, uh, life without you, but these years is moving fast. I can't believe that you're, you'll be 60. Please don't hit me for just screaming out your age in public, but you still look 40 something. You should love it. Like, I like that. I like how he's trying to take back his mom's age and really like happy for her and really like loving her for it and, and like you know you should be proud for who you are and proud for the age that you are so that was cool um i ain't doing drug deals uh you ain't using drugs still no more mice across the floor you like how them rugs feel you know i like how he's he's put her in a good house uh you know put her in a good home you know really gave back uh daddy looked the other way they looked at us with such disgust but now things are looking up so here's a song for the only face i saw when i was looking off the bus that's a really like tearjerker line like that moment like when your mom brings you to the bus stop and you're leaving and you're all worried and stressed out and she's the only one who's just there and who knows that you're going to be fine like that is that's a moment in life uh, i'm fucking getting teary now holy shit um 4.5 on 5 the song is great like it's it's a great song honestly it's like not really my type of track it's not something i want to bump every every like party or whatnot or i'm going to go directly to but it's good to like really listen and be reminded and i say this with all of like the mom songs it's really good to kind of go back and listen to these different artists just appreciate their mothers for everything they've done for them and just really go back and really love them and, and it puts you in that mood like you know you should you should really just appreciate your mother and really just love her for everything that she can do um and also goes for the mother of your children as well like just mothers in general do so much for kids even if it's wrong or crazy or doesn't make sense like like mothers in general just try to do the best they can for kids no matter how age and that's facts 4.5 on 5 grammy is the last song so as the final song that kind of wraps up this mixtape project um 
called Grammy, and the way that I kind of interpreted this song is really cool because he kind of addresses that he, you know, he kind of starts off letting us know that he doesn't really give a fuck about like the awards and really kind of going out there and trying to make it for the for the trophies and stuff, uh, which is cool. But I think it's also kind of like. Uh, uh, he's touching upon like just the reward system in terms of the Grammys, in terms of nominations and stuff like that, uh, on how they work and really like who views what and how like it's really being processed, right? Uh, in verse one, he goes like, I don't need your rewards. That's not what I look towards. I don't want a reward for any song I record. I ain't got to look back to know that I'm moving forward. I ain't trying to compete with things that I can't afford. I'm just doing me rhyming beautifully like the blue sea. I mean, musically, I'm like truancy. You gonna learn today. There's no school in me. My rap, my rap classmates knew not to fool with me. Like he's already acknowledging that he's got that respect. He's already expressing, like, I didn't need anybody. I didn't need to be accepted. I know that I can rap. I know, like, my my my, my classmates, you know, like, the rap classmates, they didn't, they never fucked with him. They might have been popping, but they never fucked with Joel because he would body them. And I think he knows that he could, and he never really did it for the fame. He just did it for the passion of music. And a lot of this song has a lot more of just him diving into that passion of feeling like this is why we do music uh for those who wouldn't sign me i ain't losing sleep i put the past behind me like we drew up a sweep come up through i know that i know what to do with defeat i turn all of you i turn all of those to motivational musical speech i like how he's using he's kind of calling out like i will use my downfalls to motivate people to be better motivate me put him in my raps, put him in my speeches, you know, be one and, and connect with himself and be humble with himself and be honest with himself with his experiences to help himself grow and help other people grow. That's cool. Um, I guess what I'm doing to, uh, oh, and guess what I'm doing to eat? Yep, rapping. Who cares about the snapping of the pictures in the cart and the carpets of the fake hands clapping? And that should have been me's in all the after parties, acting like you have a good time, but you guzzling down yak and trying to be accepted by people who trying to do the same. It's just trying to hit the booth with flames. See, again, like, I like how he's kind of addressing, like, everybody's going to these after parties and trying to be accepted by people who may not even know them and they're wasting money on liquor and getting drunk or wasted or fucked up and it's like kind of just chasing a dream instead of really working towards it and really being on your own and really finding yourself and working towards your dream it's like chasing this idea of like the fast life and then and this luxury life and trying to live like that so that was cool um if you ain't billy dancing then i don't co-sign that shit y'all do for fame a lot and y'all don't know who i'm talking about because you ain't from where uh, they'll mop you up so clearly he's like you ain't from my hood you ain't from my area you don't know what i'm talking about it is what it is um you know he's really like just solidifying the type of rapper he is and he follows through follows through very nicely uh you know he gets the chorus i'm uh, i may not even win a grammy but i'm taking care of me and my family and that's what uh and that's a win to me okay let me open this up and then the rap album of the year goes to like i like how he's using how the grammys opened up the letters and explain like who wins and who gets next but he keeps interrupting because he doesn't care about the grammys he 
is doing this for the passion of music and for the love of it. Uh, go into verse 2. Uh, I like how he kind of gets honest and goes, How so? I grew up in a single-parent household. Pick up the house phone. It's no dial tone. When the cable wasn't out, though, I wouldn't watch. To- I would watch Tom and Jerry on the floor near a mouse hole into the uh, intro to my life, but outro much different. See them credits rolling down slow. I'd like to thank God. I owe this to you. Thank Dennis for introducing me to the booth. Like, I like how he's being, you know, he's giving us that. This is how my life changed. Uh, I used to be really probably dirt poor, broke he details it and then started spitting rhymes really got good at it mastered his craft and now he's got a different life uh i escaped holding nines in the projects now i'm an artist working on my ninth project somebody tell ninth wonder i'm the object of rap discussion why i ain't get the grammy nod yet no more lobby pitching this is host living just let the hot this is honest living just left the hospital seeing a fan that was in a car collision and met another one with a heart condition we had a lot of laughs keeping optimistic before i left we took pics i told the doctors get in it this is real world not a gram post life turned into a story that my hands wrote like it's really crazy how he's just trying to be this honest dude you know going to the hospital talking to a fan who got to a car collision you know the one who had a heart condition really trying to like connect with his fans connect with the people um i don't think it's for a publicity stunt i don't think it's for like good pr or whatnot i mean it probably is it probably helps him but i think it's genuinely just he's there for the community he's there for the society he's doing this for the people he's not doing this for the rewards um i like it dude I like how he wraps up the album with this. I like how he gives us a lot of, he gives us 11 tracks of pure fucking honesty. Actually, 10 tracks, because the first is an intro. Uh, 10 tracks of pure honesty. And then on the 11th one, he just ends it on this, like, this is why I know I'm great. This is why I know I'm a good rapper and why I'm I'm in the category I am. But I don't need to be validated by Grammys or rewards or trophies or whatnot. I don't need that. Fuck it. I appreciate that so much. Um... I gave the song a 4.3 on 5. The beat wasn't the best to me. It wasn't something that I really, really enjoyed, but it did fit the song, and it did. I, you know, it stayed consistent with the project, so uh, it was good. Uh, but that kind of wraps up the album review there. Thank you so much uh, for sticking with me uh, this entire way for me. It's been about two, two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. It's been a really long day. Um... But thank you so, so much if you guys followed uh, both part one and two. Again, I just want to reiterate, I don't know Joel Ortiz. So please, if you've watched this long and you still have some comments to make, please leave them in the comments. Leave them below. Let me know what you guys think, uh, what I missed out on, what I said stupid or wrong or whatnot. But take, keep in mind, this is my very first listen to Joel Ortiz's any type of project that he's ever made. Um, the album itself overall got a 4.24 on 5 i really enjoyed it i will be going back to it multiple times because I, I i can't believe i slept on this guy for so long uh i like the flow i like the technique i like the energy he brings to it uh i do want to check out some other projects uh but it might be a short rotation this isn't going to be like a project that i don't think this is going to be like one of my projects of like album of the year or like top 10 albums of this of 2019 or whatnot but um i will definitely be picking some some multiple tracks off this off this project and really 
uh, kind of just picking it apart because there's a lot of things to get from this, a lot of things to gain. Just in, again, like I said, the technique, the flow style, the way that plays with the syllables. Like he's not just rapping. He's 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 kind of teaching in a sense. Like he's kind of just showing people how to like how he like he really makes it simple to realize how he does it. So. I did enjoy the album. It was really great. Again, thank you guys so much if you stayed this long. Uh, shout out to the Patreons. Lin- Lindell Williams, DJ Black Hurricane, Chris Prado, Ismail Gadamsey, Jonathan Barnes. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Oh, and Connie Sparks. Not going to forget him. Thank you so, so much for everything you guys do. Helped us get a new camera. Uh, helped us out moving cl- moving uh, forward with the studio. Uh, we got so much more coming. Um, I've got projects in the mist that I'm trying to get a handle on um so there's more stuff coming from chris chrome as well uh let me know if you guys are interested what you're excited for uh hit me up on twitter boom 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 right there hit me up on twitter you can ask me anything i'll always love to respond uh i am i am busy with my day job and a lot of other things getting the handle on but i do try to respond as much as i can um again thank you guys for watching so much uh this was the 139th episode of the headspace podcast joel ortiz mixtape project monday the album got a 4.2 on four uh i'm just rambling at this point that is all thank you thank you so much go check out part one if this is just you coming to part two you'll probably get a little bit more context of where uh what we do here on headspace and until next week's review i'm gonna go do some other stuff <laughs>